If you, O Lord, mark iniquities, Lord, who can stand? But with you is forgiveness that you may be revered. This is a great psalm to reflect on during Lent. Hopefully our Lenten time is spent reflecting on our uh, on our need for God's forgiveness. It is all too easy to spend Lent as just another... It's an end of winter time and the doldrums of the seasons bring us down. But instead, it should be a time of repentance and joy. These two are not opposed. In fact, given the stanza of the psalm that I read at the start of here today... Repentance and joy should seem should be seen not only as partners, but as intertwined virtues. Repentance should lead us to joy. That's why Easter follows Lent, and every and even during the time of Lent, there's a time for rejoicing. Last weekend was called Laetare Sunday, when priests often wear rose-colored vestments. This is done not just to give us a break during Lent but to remind us that there is something more that we are to be looking forward to, meaning there should be joy even in repentance. Well, we missed wearing the rose-colored vestments this year because our deacons do not have rose-colored dalmatics. So we both wore purple. Enough on that side trip. Let's return to what I really want to talk about. Our responsorial psalm this weekend is a great psalm to lead us into the next three weekends. Next weekend is Palm, or Passion Sunday, which is followed by Easter Sunday, which is followed by Divine Mercy Sunday. So we are headed into the most important season of the church year. And what does the church give us in our responsorial psalm? A deep reminder of our need for God's forgiveness and a reminder of his infinite love. The next stanza of the psalm tells us what our attitude needs to be, not just through Lent, but throughout our entire lives. I trust in the Lord. My soul trusts in his word. More than sentinels wait for the dawn, let Israel wait for the Lord. We are the new Israel of God. We need to wait for the Lord. We need to find ourselves in a deep desire to find the mercies of God that are made new each day, as the book of Lamentations tells us. We can wait for the Lord, because his promises are waiting for us. As the last line of our first reading makes clear by God's own declaration, I have promised, and I will do it, says the Lord. This is also the promise that Jesus gave to Martha in the gospel when he said, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, even if he dies, will live and everyone who lives and believes in me will never die. Do you believe this? These are the very words that Jesus tries to speak to our hearts every time we fall into sin. This is really the reason why repentance is always followed by joy. Then we look to the image of divine mercy. What is the caption beneath it? Jesus, I trust in you. So I repeat the stanza from the psalm that I started with. If you, O Lord, mark iniquities, Lord, who can stand? But with you is forgiveness, that you may be revered. God is the only one who has the right to mark iniquities, to judge any of us. He is the only one who has the perfect perfection of order that we need to stand before the trembling, with trembling caused by fear and by rejoicing. Because not only is he our judge, 
but he is the one who offers mercy and forgiveness. As we struggle in our own ways to complete this Lent, may it be for each of our souls a time to pursue the holiness of God, the otherness of God, for the sake of our redemption. Finally, I turn to St. Paul in his letter to the Romans from today. If the spirit of the one who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, the one who raised Christ from the dead will give life to your mortal bodies also, through his spirit dwelling in you. It is right that we feel sorrow and repentance for our sinfulness, and we need to do more to recognize our need for his mercy. But we also must know about any, beyond any doubt that we have his mercy, that we have been set free from the, pro- from the problems of our own sinfulness, that we have died in Christ. But there is a cost. That cost is fidelity to Christ. With this Lent, we need to understand and proclaim the mercies of God for ourselves and for those around us. We need to complete our Lenten practice with faithfulness, with joy, with gratitude. Easter is not just a couple of weeks away. It is already here. It is already part of our life in Christ. God speaks through Ezekiel in our first reading, reminds us, I will put my spirit in you that you may live. We are all alive in Christ. By our baptisms, Christ has raised us up, just as he raised Lazarus. As our psalm today said, I trust in the Lord. My soul trusts in his word. What are we trusting in? Jesus gave Martha and us that answer. I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, even if he dies, will live. And everyone who lives and believes in me will never die. Do you believe this? Do you?